Welcome to Set That Bitch Free, the Your Inner Babe podcast. Where to begin, my loves? Where to begin? Um, it's been a week. It's been a little over an official week in this real time, time out. We're in like the midst of something that I, I think most of us actually have never, ever experienced. Even something that comes close to what we're going through now. I lived in New York for Hurricane Sandy, and I I remember being young, thinking that you know this wasn't going to be a big deal. Like, thinking the media was blowing it up out of proportion, and that like stocking up and all the lines for the grocery stores to buy food and lines at the hardware stores for flashlights and batteries. Everyone was being so dramatic and. Then it hit, and you could feel the building I lived in being, like, blown by the wind back and forth. And then the power shut off, and, you know, we had to climb down 35 flights of stairs just to even see the outside. And it was just nuts. Like, New York was a ghost town. It felt like a literal movie, and it felt like everything just stopped. And this COVID-19 crisis, like, sort of feels similar or felt similar in the beginning. <laughs> Few keywords though, similar in the beginning, but um not anymore at all actually. It feels very unknown. Um you know, I've also talked to a few people who experienced living in New York after 9/11 and they were saying it's also similar, but you know, nothing nothing like this. You know, I've transparently not had many client sessions since this entire thing started. You know, I moved all one-on-one to virtual and I had to postpone my next group. And there's just been so many moving parts that I feel like people haven't been prioritizing, you know, their mental health necessarily right now. It's been more um, trying to sort of figure out, you know, like, what does this look like for me right now. And I I haven't been able to connect as consistently with the people that I coach on a regular basis. And, you know, that brings up a familiar feeling for me. It brings up like, oh, you know, I've been here before. I know what this is like, like that sadness in me because, you know, when I'm not working with people, I feel heavy. Like I feel a little lifeless and like a little purposeless. I just feel really disconnected. And you know, we've talked a lot about disconnection on here. And I personally, I feel like our greatest suffering as individuals comes from being disconnected from ourselves. And I know I'm not alone at all. I do know that life is really fucking weird right now. And, you know, there's this massive lack of routine and there's a massive lack of normalcy. We all just have to work you know, not a little bit, but like a lot harder to feel okay, to just feel okay. And and I don't know about anyone listening, but it's really hard for me to admit when I'm struggling, you know, not to myself. To myself, I'm super aware and that conversation is constant. And and to my therapist, I'm able to admit to her really easily. But it's it's hard as fuck for me to admit it to my loved ones and to my clients and to all of you guys, because I've labeled myself as strong, you know, like I've labeled myself as capable of getting through anything. And I've labeled myself as powerful. And I mean, like all of those are great things. All of those are qualities that I do want to possess and and will continue to put on to myself, but it's the rigidity around them that stops me from being able to just say like, 
hey, you know what? I need a break right now. And, and that break is going to be okay. Or like, I need space right now. Or, hey, you know what? Promoting my business or my services or pumping out podcast interviews. Yeah. You know what? That doesn't feel good right now. Um, it's hard for me to say that. Instead, my MO is just to like force myself and to shut off the vulnerability door and be like, I'm okay. Everyone else doesn't have to be okay, but I'm okay. Don't worry. I got you. And what that all does is just disconnect me from myself even more until I finally hit a point where I'm just so disconnected that doing anything but binge watching Netflix feels really fucking hard. And I don't want to get there because of this crisis. I just don't. I don't want coronavirus to be a reason that I can't say I'm not okay. You know, like I I let myself take a week that I needed. I did. I needed a week where my sessions were more just, what can I do for you? What do you need today? Sessions instead of, you know, let's try something new. Like, how, how'd you do your action steps <laughs> with the week? You know, like I needed a week where I didn't record a podcast episode and I didn't even think about it. You know, I met with my team about it and I, I met with my team about Set the Bitch Free. That's, um, that happened. And, you know, we decided to sort of pivot for the next season and change it up so that I could be inspired again. But I took a full week from any appointment on my calendar that was like write an interview or research a guest or record a session at 2 p.m. Central Time. You know, like I needed a week where I, <laughs> I needed a week where I snacked. I snacked, like I ate all the chocolate and I drank the wine and I got creative in the kitchen. I needed a week where I just kind of sat with this all and didn't expect myself to, you know, come up with the greatest business solution and, um, you know, what was going to keep your underbabe afloat. You know, I didn't expect myself to do what I always do in my routine, which was huge for me. I kind of just focused on being um, in it and being okay with being in it. And like I said, I know I'm not alone. I really, I, I know that. You know, I can't say that I feel the best I've ever felt. <laughs> I can't say that this is like the greatest experience of my life and that I can't wait to tell my kids one day about the COVID-19 crisis and how like we were put on a nationwide timeout for months. But I think what taking this time has helped me do is sort of realize that it doesn't have to be the end of the world. You know, like it, it may feel like it at times for sure. It may feel like the absolute fucking end of the world, apocalypse, contagion, the movie, the greatest fiction novel of all time. But like it doesn't have to be the worst thing that ever happened to me unless I let it be. I mean, we're all collectively being forced to sit with this right now. You know, we have no choice. We're being forced to examine what we're doing individually and what we're also doing as a community. And you know, unfortunately, this timeout is happening in a really fucking harsh way. You know, like panic has hit really hard in way too many places and too many people have lost jobs and have lost loved ones and it's been undeniably chaotic. And I just feel, though, that the more fear we hold onto, the less protection we actually have. You know, like the more we increase our risks and yeah, I mean risks of contracting the virus, but also risks of, you know, attracting more chaos and, and more negativity and more disaster. I was raised in a house that taught me to really look at, you know, every negative event and every painful point in life and see it as a lesson. You know, like my dad always said, it's not, 
you know, if we're talking about mistakes, it's not even about the mistake that you make. It's how you fix it. It's it's what you do with what you're given. And, um, you know, there's always a way to find the gift because depending on how you look at anything, and I mean really anything, there can always be a silver lining in some way, you know? And I think it's took me a little bit to realize that being able to see that lining or see that gift comes with a tiny cost and the cost is a shift. You know, it's it's a slight shift from seeing it through the lens of fear or scarcity, but being able to shift to view it from your heart. You know, I may get a lot of backlash for this. People may have an issue with this opinion, but I know I, I'm not by any means minimizing all the absolute disaster that is occurring right now. There's no part of me that is minimizing it. I'm just, I just feel like we as a nation were so fucking broken. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, I feel like we were so, so broken and we were almost comfortable in it. And this was inevitable or in some fucked up way, it had to happen so that we were forced to take responsibility and forced to remember that we're all responsible. You know, we're all responsible for ourselves and we're responsible for guiding each other and for supporting each other. And we're all a part of the community, you know? And it doesn't erase anything saying that or being able to recognize it. It doesn't speed up the process. It doesn't take it away. I wish it did. (laughs) I so wish that by saying it out loud that some fairy godmother or like genie would pop up and be like, good job, America. You did it. Your wish has been granted. This shit's done. But it, I mean, it can't. That's impossible. But I don't know. I just, I had a really shitty day on Sunday and I just felt really down and really off and really not like me. I think it was the first day since all of this that it hit me. Like I had an entire week of all of the buildup and I think it just overflowed Sunday night and I was finally like, okay, okay, what do I need? What does Jack need to get through this? And what is Jack going to do? And how is Jack going to take care of herself? And, you know, I'm bringing back my morning check-ins and not the meditation, the real check-in, like the body scan. I'm turning up the volume. I'm listening more. I'm listening to what I need. And if that's a break and what needs to be focused on, I'm going to find gratitude in this time. You know, I've been given, finally given, you know, some space to really make my group course into an eight-week video course so that, you know, those who aren't in Chicago or maybe you're in Chicago, but you can't make group in person or you can't purchase it, but you'll be able to purchase it at a discounted rate and follow along with me week to week, you know, and and still reap the amazing benefit of the earner babe method and the power of reconnection. And now I have the space to do that. So I'm finding gratitude in that. And I'm I'm soaking up the extra time with Daniel and with Merce and with Vogue. And I'm watching Vogue go from newborn puppy to toddler puppy. I mean, actually, side note, it's pretty nuts how I have two dogs who possess so many qualities that I do. I mean, I, I don't even know how that happens, but I have Merce who's extremely food motivated. She loves to eat. She'll do anything for some frozen mango or like a mini cucumber. And let me just tell you, I feel her. Maybe let's sub frozen mango for like dark chocolate or popcorn, but like I get it. And then I have Vogue, who is such an actress. She is dramatic and animated. And Daniel and I were watching our new show, Obsession, yesterday. It's called All American on Netflix. Watch it if you haven't. It's fire. But um, we were watching, and Vogue was literally laying on her back, going, like, 
literally paused it and I was like, excuse me, ma'am, it's not time to practice your scales. Your auditions are canceled until further notice. So like chew on this teething toy, please. But anyway, I'm I'm just trying to work beyond this all. I'm trying, I'm trying to work on being gentle. And um, I don't mean gentle to clients or to my loved ones or to my team. I, I mean gentle to myself. And you know, life isn't going to look like it always does right now. And that's okay. And it's actually asking questions like, what have I been wanting to do so long or for so long, but didn't have the time to do before? What's been on my to-do list that I can look at now? Or where can I dial back right now? Where can I cut back? Do I really need this before I purchase this pair of jeans that I've been mindlessly scrolling to find? You know, like, are they really going to do anything for me or make me feel better? You know, it's like saying things out loud. Like, I'm going to be okay. We're going to be okay. This will end. We have the power to overcome this. We can get through this. We really can and we will. You know, right now, we just have to focus on being the best possible citizens that we can be and staying home and sanitizing and taking care of our mental and physical health, asking for help. You know, ask for help, people. I mean, clearly, I always say that it's important to ask for help, but we're all the same, but different. And really, right now, we're all the fucking same. So talk to each other, you know, talk, talk to me. I'm here always. And I think I decided I'm, I'm going to offer 15 minute calls for $15 and I'm going to donate all the proceeds to funding medical supplies for our incredible healthcare workers and give some to food banks to give meals to those who need it. And honestly, even just donate to small businesses. But that 15 minutes, not only will that $15 be giving back to the community as a whole, but it will create an outlet, you know, for people um, to talk. That's that's basically what I'm doing right now on this podcast. I'm, I'm just talking and it feels good and you're participating in connection and um, you're taking care of yourself just by talking. You suddenly feel less alone when you get shit out of your own mind and put words to it. You know, we're all connected. We all play a part. So together, let's try our hardest to just be calm and be trusting. I also just, I briefly want to say that um, I've actually decided to end this season of Set That Bitch Free. I mentioned earlier that taking some space made me realize that this podcast wasn't really doing all that I know it can do to serve you guys. And for that, I'm going to shift and pivot into season three in a different way. And it reminds me a lot about when I started Your Inner Babe, and I didn't really know what it was going to be. You know, I didn't know. I knew I wanted to be a coach. I knew I wanted to work with people. But like, what kind of coach? What was going to be my niche? What was going to like really work. And um, I didn't know. I mean, it was a lot of trial and error and a lot of gut instinct. And ultimately, I had to make a lot of mistakes and fail a lot of times and and do things that didn't feel right to get to the point where I felt right and get to the point where it just clicked. And that's kind of how I feel the last two seasons of Set That Bitch Free have been. You know, first season, I'd never done a podcast before. I didn't know what it was going to be. And it was great. And then 
you know, season two, I wanted to focus more on experts and that was great. But, you know, what I always hope to be is a place for you to reconnect to yourself and a place that inspires you and motivates you to look inward and find your truest self. And I want to be the place that allows you to see that it's okay to not be okay. You know, to ask yourself, like, how am I really? And name that feeling, like, what do I need? And how am I going to get it? And I struggle, like I said, to come off as not strong and not together. It's really hard for me to do. But I think what we all need to constantly remind ourselves is that we're human. And the power of and is so real. Like, I can feel down and hopeful for the future. And I can feel spooked by this all and ready to take this shitstorm on. But the power of vulnerability is real no matter where we are in life. And I want to bring out more of my personal vulnerability. I think that's what season two lacked. And I want to let you guys in to me so you see me each week, you know, just as I am. So that's all I'm going to say for now. So just stay tuned for season three. It's going to be a little bit different and it's going to look a bit different. But, you know, what is and, and will always be true is that the inner babe. I don't know why that made me emotional to say. The inner babe. You always have her. Even in hell, you always have her. So come back soon and keep tuning in to find her. Because I promise now more than ever that we will find her. And we will set that bitch free. Hey guys, it's Jack again. I'm still here. But now that you've listened and you know who your inner babe is and what she's all about, you might be wondering exactly how you can find her, ignite her, and then set that bitch free. Well, the good news is there are a lot of ways. First things first, find me on Instagram at Jack Goulds, where I go even deeper on some of the topics I cover on the podcast. I share personal anecdotes, a lot about my dog, and truthfully aim to bring a dose of honesty to your feeds, and I'd love nothing more than to connect with you on there. And then, if you really can't get enough, you can also read my blogs, check out my recipes, and even sign up for a quick breakthrough session to learn more on yearnerbabe.com. But finally, and most importantly, if you know someone, or you're someone, who could benefit from a total reconnection to themselves and increased overall self-worth, you can find out more about my business and about my approach to mentality coaching at any of the aforementioned channels. DM me on Instagram. I always respond. Contact me through the website. Email me at Jacqueline at yourinnerbabe.com. And please, please comment and subscribe to this podcast. You guys listening and spreading the inner babe word means the absolute world to me. This episode was produced by Dante32.